0: Hi everyone thank you so much for tuning back in to another podcast episode with Brittany bundles today I want to talk about something that may sound a little strange at first something that you may ask yourself what does she mean by that and I don't know if this is really anything that I should consider either changing or consider Diving deeper into, or you know, what's the purpose of even talking about this? this? This may take you by surprise. So, let's go ahead and reveal the topic for this week. So, if you've been following this podcast, which if you have not, it's okay, we're not gonna judge you here, but I do recommend that you go ahead and continue to listen to this podcast. On this podcast, we talk about entrepreneurial empowerment entrepreneurial growth, entrepreneurial motivation. There's so much power in becoming an entrepreneur. There's so much power in understanding that it's not just about making money, but it's about building wealth. There's so much power in everything that is associated with becoming the best you. And so today I want to talk about how learning to become you and learning how to be you in correlation to running, maintaining, and also starting your business. Now, before you go ahead and you know think that you already know what I'm gonna say, make sure that you're listening in, okay? Because you may, but you may not. And this is a really important topic because there are so many people that are currently learning how to be themselves, learning simply how to be you. And I say simply because I'm kind of saying that in a way that's sarcastic, if you will because it's not as simple as it sounds. There are so many people that have gotten away from who they are, gotten away from what they like, gotten away from what they enjoy doing, that when it's time to really shift focus and figure out what's going to cause that fulfillment in your life, you're at a standstill. There are people that I work with to this day that are younger than me and that are older than me. There are people that are older than me that have been in an industry, have established a career doing something that they did not enjoy doing for over 10, 20 years. Okay, there are people that are in their mid-30s that don't know who they are. And so this is a really important topic because like I say in a lot of videos and like I say on this podcast, I'm not someone that's only going to tell you to go after the bag, but not tell you what to do when you get the bag, or not tell you the steps that are necessary to take in order to achieve that bag. In my opinion, it's easy to sit back and say you know, what you've done and sugarcoat or glamorize how easy it is for you at this point to make money, but what I like to do is I like to start at the fundamentals because it's not always about making money. Like I say a lot, but there are a lot of things that are beneficial in entrepreneurship that can not only help you, but can help everyone else that you come into contact with if we do it the right way. And although there are so many right ways There's not just a one-size-fits-all. I'm not the person that created entrepreneurship. I'm not the person that has all of the answers regarding entrepreneurship or all of the answers regarding your self-fulfillment. I'm not, and I don't claim to be. But what I do take pride in doing is sharing my experiences, sharing my journey, sharing the insight that God has blessed me with in hopes of touching someone else, in hopes of helping you. So let's go ahead and get into this podcast today. Let's learn how to be you. The first thing that I wanna talk about, I just mentioned, let's learn how to be you. And when I say let's learn, I'm talking about everyone individually. So I need to continuously learn who Brittany is. Now, when I said this to myself, because a lot of times I, I talk to myself, you may think, you know, hey, why is she talking to herself? But sometimes I like to talk to myself and I do that for a lot of different reasons. However, one thing that talking to myself and being able to express myself, whether I'm writing a note, a poem, I'm speaking to myself and recording it, I'm praying out loud, where I'm talking to God, I'm talking to others in my life. One thing that communication has helped me with is understanding and being able to vent and put words and titles on certain feelings. And not saying that you have to have a title or a word on every feeling to validate it, however, It allows me to better position and explain what it is I'm going through. And it allows me to identify those feelings and being able to come up with solutions that are best fit for what I'm dealing with. So I say this a lot in my podcast and also on my YouTube channel, which is Brittany Bundle. So if you're not following me on my YouTube channel, I recommend you do that because I'm going to piggyback on some of the things that I have shared on my YouTube channel On This podcast and vice versa. So if you're only on the podcast, we appreciate you. But there may be information that you're missing out on because everything is going to correlate everything ties into each other and everything's connected in a sense. Okay, and so my grandmother, she taught me at a very young age, the importance of speaking truth. Now, I was younger when she taught me this concept and I'm like, you know what, whatever. It sounds good. Grandma, I love you. Thank you for sharing it for me or with me. But what is this really going to do for me? Okay, speaking some words out and just saying some things uh, to combat or to stand against some of the things that people are telling me or some of the things that I'm thinking myself. What's the purpose of me saying truth besides that's just something that sounds good? And what I learned as I got older is there's so much power in your words. And what I just said is there's so much power in your words. There's so much power in what you say. Now, in order to say certain things or in order to know what to say, everything needs to be aligned. So we constantly talk about that on my podcast about aligning ourselves to become the best us that we can be. And a lot of people ask too. Well, I don't want to say a lot. Some people ask, you tying in your life experiences, but how can that have an impact on my life, if I didn't go through the same thing you went through, fair question, fair question. And what I say to that is you don't have to go through the same exact experience that I went through to still get value and information from a life experience that has occurred to me. You don't have to open a salon and go through all of the motions that are associated with running a brick and mortar location to take valuable information from someone that did. Okay. And so what I'm saying all that to say is that there's power in words and there's power in experiences and there's power in entrepreneurship. But in order to reclaim that power, not only do we need to be aligned, but we need to make sure that we're being ourselves. Because if you're not yourself, how do you truly know where you're aligned at? And in our last podcast episode, I touched a little bit, it may have been the podcast before last, but I touched on making sure that we are driving and following our passion and working in our purpose. And that's so difficult to do. It's easier said than done, honestly, because a lot of people, like I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, just don't know who they are or they know who they are and they don't like who they are. So they're trying to find a different way or or a different version of themselves. And some people get wrapped up in that to the point that they're no longer even themselves. So that's the first topic that I want to go over. Some have gotten so out of touch with themselves and are relearning how to be themselves. And some have never learned how to accept who they are and are learning first who they are and secondly learning to accept themselves. Let me give you a story. Let's just talk for a minute one on one. When I was younger, when I was going through high school, take it back to middle school. I noticed that I was very different, okay? And I remember calling my grandmother, sitting on my mother's bed. I would, I would call my grandmother and I would cry. I don't want to go to school. I, I don't want to go to the cafeteria tomorrow um, because, you know, at lunch, all the, the the popular people or the cool people or the people that are in, whatever the case may be, are going to be sitting together and I'm not going to be sitting with anyone but myself. And um, it used to get to me. It used to get to me. And I went back and forth for so long, for the majority of my high school years, trying to figure out why am I so different? The things that people would say wouldn't really resonate with me. And the things that people would do wouldn't really resonate with me. I felt like I was an outcast. I felt like I was just someone that would never be cool, no matter how hard I tried. And although, you know, I'm grown now and I've, I've lived life experiences, and being cool isn't on my on my radar. You know what I mean? Like that's something that I could care less about who I'm cool to. However, when you're when you're gro- going through those stages, and when you're developing your mindset, and when you're trying to find your place in this world, and trying to find who you are, that can have a serious impact on your mentality and also your internal feelings about yourself. Like we talk about a lot of times, your mentality really dictates how you view certain things, how you feel, how you think about certain things. And so at that impressionable stage, I found myself battling with who am I versus who I wanted to be so that I could have this lifestyle or the acceptance that I was looking for. So there would be things that I would do in my life that I didn't really want to do, but I did because I I felt like, okay, this will bring me closer to my end goal, which is sitting at this lunch table. Okay, this would make me more cool. So maybe if I do this, then I'll be invited to the next party. Okay, right? Am I resonating with some people? Maybe if I spoke this way, then I would be able to go ahead and hang with this group of girls. Or, or better yet, maybe if I gave this type of guy the time of, of day, whether I like this type or whether, you know, because you, when you're younger, you, you have your type, you know, I, my type is this and my type is that. And it wasn't until I got older and I expanded my mentality where I said, you know what, I don't necessarily have a specific type. You know, if I love you, I love you for being individually you. But again, it goes back to where my mind was at. My mind, I was not always thinking the same way that I'm thinking now. And that's great because if I had been, then I wouldn't have had so many experiences and wouldn't be able to share my, my growth journey with anyone else. And so I, I thank God and I'm blessed for the things that I went through in my life to make me who I am today. However, I'm just reminiscing back to the, the, the time in my life where I did not know who I was. So everything was challenging for me to do. On one side, I want to be this type of person so that i can feel like i'm wanted so that i can be included so that i can feel like i have some sense of validation some sense of coolness about me and that i wasn't a quote unquote outcast and then on the other part of me i have my family and they're wanting and expecting certain things from me this is you know what what you need to be doing this is what respectable young women at your age are doing and this is what i expect to happen in the next couple years and this is and you know so you're battling And it was so hard for me to answer, what do I want to do? And I remember going out to lunch with my aunt and she asked me repeatedly, you know, what, what do you want to do? And she was trying to help. Hey, let me, let me help you. She was going to help me get enrolled in different college uh, courses and pick the right school for me. And I'm like, I just wasn't excited. And people would ask me, are you excited about graduating high school and venturing off to college? And I would put on my face and yeah, but not really. So the people that really knew me could tell that I just was not excited for it. One, because I didn't know what I really wanted to do. I mean, a lot of things sound interesting. I mean, if you ask me right now, how do you feel about hiking? Um, Sounds interesting, but it's not something that's going to get me excited. How do you feel about skydiving? Uh, It sounds interesting, but no, I'm not excited to do it if I'm honest. I'm just not. And so there are certain things that I can now say this is something that I'm interested in doing Uh, This is something that I would be interested in. And this is something that, no, it's a hard no. And being young, I had a problem. I struggled with those hard no's. So even if we take it back to school, can any of you relate or am I just out in space with this? You get approached by the opposite sex or you get approached by the same sex, whatever the case may be. And they come to you and they say, hey, I'm interested in you. And instead of you saying, because you know what, you know good and well that you're not interested in that person. You know good and well that you have no intentions To even call this person later on, but you're like, I don't know, maybe, possibly, mm, kind of, instead of just saying, no, I'm not interested. And my grandmother told me something that's very, very important. So women and, and men out there, listen to this. No needs, no explanation. And that's something that I didn't know when I was younger either. No needs, no explanation. No, it's a complete sentence by itself. So there ain't nothing else that you have to say once you say no. However, again, that goes to my mentality and it goes back to the way that I was thinking and the things that I thought I wanted and trying to find who Brittany really was. And so fast forward today, when I am working with different people that are starting their businesses, I'm working with people that are in their businesses, I'm working with people that are wanting to transition 100% from working their nine to five to working their entrepreneurial business, whatever industry that may be in. And one of the the struggles that we have is finding who they are. Because if you don't know who you are, then you don't really know what you like doing. If you don't know who you are, then you really don't understand your passion. If you don't know who you are, then it's like, well, who is my target audience? Who am I and who am I looking to attract? If you don't understand who you are, nothing else will make sense to you. So everyone else may have your life picked out and everyone else may have the ideas and the answers that you think are the right answers that you need. However, it's not until you do some soul searching and find out who you are, that everything else is going to align. So that's my first tip. We need to get back to learning how to be ourselves. And you ask, so well, Brittany, how do I learn how to be me? The first step, the first step is finding that connection with God. And whether you're super religious or you're not, I mean, I I wouldn't classify myself as being super religious. I mean, I'm I'm walking and working on my walk with God every day. And I, I can tell you that I'm not there. I am not done with my journey. God is still working on me. Anyone that knows me will tell you that I am not perfect. And I'm not coming to you to preach at you or anything like that. But I'm just being honest. I'm just talking real life facts. That's the first step because I didn't know who I was when when you change like I said and I couldn't change on my own so I can't even give the credit to myself that one day I just woke up and wanted to change because on the last podcast episode we talked about how a lot of people are wanting to change but they they It's different struggles that people are going through that are preventing them to change. It's not a button that you just wake up and say, oh, I'm ready to change. But there's a lot of things that go into the change of one's mentality, the change of one's character, the change of your career choice. And I mean, the career choice may be a little bit easier to change than some of the other things that I mentioned. However, you get the point. It's more than just a one-person effort. So that would be my first tip. The second thing that I would say do is figure out what you love to do and be unapologetically you. So I'm gonna touch on this next. Be yourself despite the reaction. Back when I was in high school and I mentioned that I I wanted to be quote-unquote cool so that people would wanna sit with me, so that people would wanna gravitate toward me. Now that I'm older and my focus is so much bigger than who thinks I'm cool and who thinks I'm not, Now I've learned to be myself despite the reaction. So what that means is I'm still going to be Brittany on this podcast on YouTube and any consultation that I do in my normal life, off camera, on camera. And I have to be me despite what reaction I get. So I'm me before I post a video. I'm me before I create my podcast episodes. I'm me before I do a consultation. I am me before I do anything around my house. I'm Brittany. And I have to be me and comfortable being me before I can do anything else. So whether that means that I do something for my business, I start a business, and maybe I don't get a lot of support initially. That's not my initial focus. My initial focus is making sure that I'm organically me. So I'm asking myself questions to see what I like, what I'm comfortable doing. No one can tell you what you're going to like about your business better than you can tell yourself. There are people to this day and they come to me out of love and I appreciate it, but they come to me out of love. Brittany, if you did this, woo, you would love this outcome. Maybe, but if it's something that I'm not really feeling, or if I feel like, you know what? I like that idea, but the Brittany way is to do it this way. But what God put in my heart is to say this, but how God designed me to think it should be done and positioned this way for my business. If I don't have that, then I don't have my business. There are so many people that have started their business and now their business is not even their business. Let me say that again. There are so many people that have started their business and now their business is not even their business. What do you mean by that? There are people that have started their business and have taken so much input, so much feedback and implemented all of that feedback to the point that they don't even enjoy what they're doing. There are some people that have taken so many offers. So there are people that have come to you eventually, or maybe even now, and they're wanting to invest in your business. And with investments, typically they give you the money and you give out a portion or a percentage of your business, your sales or the ownership of your company, right? And so if you're giving out a percentage of your ownership or if someone's giving you that money, a lot of times that person or that company Legally or maybe it's something that's not even legal binding, but they feel like they have some right to tell you what they think is best because they're giving you their money they're they're investing in your business and so it's like I'm giving you this but also in return let me tell you what I think should be done let me tell you how I think we should talk let me tell you the next time I think we should go on an interview let me tell you the colors that I think we should use let me tell you what I think you should do as far as your business partners and it's so much input to the point. That you're taking advice from a couple different investors, a couple different businesses, and you have very little room to move how you want to move. And at that point, it's not your business anymore. I mean, it is, but it isn't. And so what I wanted to do and what I am doing, I want to be clear with my purpose and my mission. I want to be able to do what it is Brittany wants to do without having to go through so many different chain of commands or so many different approvals in order to do it. So I've learned to be myself despite the reaction. I'll do some things and you may not like it. You may not agree, but that's okay. And so what I say for people that are really passionate about telling you what to do, the best form and the best example is yourself. Show, show me. Show me better than you can tell me. I remember my grandfather, you know, rest his soul. He used to say, I'll show you better than I can tell you. And I would just be like, wow, that sounds cool. But I didn't really know what it meant. It just sounded cool coming from him. But then the older I got, I said, show me better than you can tell me. You got it? Go ahead and show me. You do it. And so that's what I did too. Instead of working my nine to five consistently. And again, I have no problem if you decide to work your nine to five. Honestly, I promote having multiple streams. And that is a form of multiple streams to a lot of entrepreneurs. So do what you got to do. Do what you like to do. Do what you want to do. However, I got so tired of working in my nine to five and me not being able to show the knowledge that I had. I was confined to doing what my boss told me to do. I was left with so many ideas and so many plans and and just things that I wanted to get out. I just just was left with so much creativity that I wasn't able to express at the end of the day. And so I was left feeling unfulfilled. And so I said, one day, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. Instead of me telling you what I think we should do and you're not really listening and it, you know it's your business, so you, know, you got the right to do what you wanna do. However, I have a whole different plan and I have a whole different way of selling instead of selling based on how much money we're trying to make this month. I mean, of course, we wanna consider the money aspect because it's a business. However, my priority is not gonna be on how many sales, but honestly, how many people did I touch how much value did I provide? How many relationships did I build? And having that mentality will increase your sales. It's the right action steps to produce the results that you're looking for. So like I mentioned, be yourself despite the reaction. You're yourself first. So whether you think people are going to love who you are or like the new you or go with and, and the thing is, who you are today is not who you're going to be next year. And that's okay. How you think right now is not going to be exactly the same, or in my opinion, it shouldn't be exactly the same as you think next year. I'm always open to learning something else. I'm always looking for growth. And in order for me to grow, I need to be true to who I am so that I can experience that growth. If I'm acting like someone that I'm not, if I'm being forced to be some, or I feel like I'm being forced to be somebody that I'm not. I'm not able to truly grow because, you know, I'm not able to start or or feel how it feels to be in my natural thinking, my natural living habits. My I'm not able to see that clearly. So be yourself despite the reaction, whether someone likes it, whether they don't. I can't account for that. Some people are going to like what you do and some people won't. But regardless, I'm Brittany. And, and, you know, what happens with that is not everyone's going to like you. But a lot of people are going to respect you. You may not like what I say, but you're probably going to respect it. Okay. And so that's where your mindset shifts to. Instead of getting everyone, okay, I'm just getting a lot of people to like me. They may like you, but do they respect you? And so I get so hurt a lot of times where I see, especially when I see younger women and they're starting their their uh, career. And it's like the mentality is I'm going to do Certain things that I I don't really feel comfortable doing and that are degrading to myself and my body, all for likes. And you may have a million likes by the time you go to sleep, but do you have respect? And if you feel like you do, then that's you. You know what I mean? That's not me to judge and to say you do or you don't. However, I'm standing on my respect. I'm standing on my respect. The next thing I want to talk about is it is okay to be you. There is nobody else like you in this world. And I know we hear that a lot of times, you know, hey, there's no one like you, only you can be you, 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 you. And it, 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 we say it so much that it begins to be like, just like, like like a cliche saying. It just begins to be another quote, another hashtag, be you. And when you start to really think deeper about it, what does being you mean? And how are you not doing your job or your duty everyone else that you come into contact with or to yourself if you're not being who you are when i was trying to be somebody that i wasn't no one was able to get the impact of the real organic britney no one was able to learn the things that i had to share sometimes you're teaching people even if you're not teaching them if that makes sense so what i mean by that is you may not think that you're teaching somebody You may think that you're simply having a conversation. You may think that you're simply just going to work every day. You may not know who's watching. You may not know who's listening. You may not even think anyone's concerned about what you're doing. But typically, there's always someone that you're influencing, whether it be the person that you talk to at work every day and you're helping them through some of the things that they're going through, whether it be in the way that you move in your day-to-day life. Maybe your neighbor has been inspired by some things that you've done. Maybe it's someone in your family Maybe it's your children. Who knows? Maybe it's your parents. But there's someone that may be looking at the things that you're doing. And inspiration and aspiration. There may be someone that's getting the motivation or the inspiration and the drive to want to become motivated and stay motivated from your lifestyle. But if you're not being you, you won't be able to keep it up for too long and if you do keep it up for a long time because there are people that have kept up with being someone that they are not for years I mean for decades there are people that have have, that have done that but I I can guarantee you that it's not a happy or fulfilling feeling to live your life whether you're influencing people or not when you're not really being you you get one life on this earth now I'm not talking about what happens after we pass on or anything like that but I'm talking about the, the here and now this is your life this is your life to live. This is your opportunity to show anyone that you're wanting to show who you are. This is your opportunity to reach and to give back to your community. This is your opportunity to, to even think bigger than your community. Who else can I come into contact with? Who else can I help? I was watching Greenleaf the other night. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, you're like, Greenleaf? Greenleaf the other night. I enjoy watching Greenleaf. And Lady May... She's a character or uh, she, yeah, she's a character in the series and she was at at a church and she was speaking to someone and um, the lady she was speaking to was explaining to her how she enjoyed giving back, how she enjoyed teaching and saving a life. She can save just one life. That's good enough. And she was talking about that. And and Lady May said, well, that's it. That's all you wanted to do. You you had no uh, aspirations or you you didn't want to do anything bigger. And the, the woman said to her, well, what could be bigger than feeding a child? And what could be bigger than, you know, saving a life? And she, she, she replied back to her and the Lady May character said, saving 10,000 millions lives or, you know, feeding tens or hundreds of thousands of children. And so what that statement said pretty much is there's always more that we can be doing, right? So I'm not going to get comfortable with just okay, I, I, I did my good deed for the day, so I'm done for the rest of my life or I'm done for this month, but I'm always looking at ways that I can give back and ways that I can help and ways that I can share knowledge and ways that I can be a part or assistance in enhancing someone else's life, enhancing someone else's business and encouraging someone else's dreams. But I'm not gonna be able to do that if I'm not me. And if I do that, like I mentioned before, then it's not coming from a real place as pure as it could be if I was just myself not saying that you can't help when you're trying to be someone else, even though I've mentioned why you shouldn't, but there are people that are struggling still with finding out who they are. And so I'm not saying if you are helping or giving back, uh, you're not fully yourself that it's not organic or that it's not out of love. However, the best way to help someone else is when you're in your clearest mindset. And the way that we can be in our clearest mindset is when we are ourselves and when we're not afraid to do that. The next thing I want to talk about is being you is what sets you apart. I have a long career in sales. I would say a very long career because majority of my adult life I've worked in sales and I've enjoyed it because I've learned so much in the art of communication and relationship building. And typically you break it down. That's what sales is, right? It's, it's, it's being able to communicate, relate, build that relationship and to provide a solution for someone's one or their need. Okay. And I enjoy doing that. So a lot of people would ask in business, well, what makes your business different from someone else? And a lot of times when that question would be asked, people would say, uh, well, you know, what makes me better? You know, let me co- go ahead and give you a comparison. So that business around the corner, they, they sell bread, but I heard their bread was expired. Now, if you come over here and get your bread from me, you ain't never got to worry about me selling, you know, expired bread. You come over here, you get your chicken from me, you don't got to worry about no bugs being in it. Cause I heard so-and-so around the corner, they selling chicken, but they chicken has some in it. If you know what I mean, you know, you ain't hear from me or how many times have we gone to the nail shop and you hear, Hey, who did your nails? And you're like, Oh, I got it done, you know, around the way, you know, at this shop. And they're like, Oh really? Hmm. Ah, okay. And then you ask, what's, you know, why, why do you ask? Well, oh, well, because the way that it's lit, you see how it's lifting on the side? That is something that we would never. I, I don't like it. It's it's ugly. Do you, you see how this one chipped? Now, typically, my clients don't have any chipping, and so that's a, a way that a lot of business owners differentiate themselves. Well, you know, I'm I, I'm different because I'm I'm the best, and um. One way that I've learned to differentiate myself is by being me. So I'm not going to knock another business. There's a lot of people that come to me that have bought hair from other vendors or that have drop shipped hair extensions with other vendors. And they'll say different things like, I came back to you because you're the only one that that has good customer service. I worked with this company and they were horrible. And I could take that and I could chime in and say, yeah, they are. Because I heard, you know, my last five clients said the same thing. And that's one of the reasons why I told you not to leave in the first place. Or I could say, you know what, I, I, I'm i sorry to hear that you had that, that type of experience. However, what makes my business good or what makes bad chick hair, bad chick hair is the fact that we're offering quality extensions. It's the fact that if you have any questions on how to maintain or how to even make money from your investment, we're here to help. What makes us different is that I'm constantly here and devoted to growing with you. So if you have a question, I may not get to you immediately that second, but guarantee in 24, 48 hours, you're you're gonna hear something back from me. Or what makes me different is I'm not just selling you here, but I'm also providing free information and free tips via my YouTube channel, via my podcast, via my different speaking engagements on how you can also make money doing the same thing your way. What makes me different is my experience. What makes me different is my perspective. What makes me different is the fact that ultimately I am different. We're all different. We're all our own individuals, and so we can break it down even further on what makes a business owner different from another business owner. However, if you're being yourself, you're confident in that. So I'm confident in that. When I first started my business, I was a little nervous when people would ask, "So what's the difference between your business and this business?" And I wasn't really thinking the right way or thinking the way that I'm thinking now. So I would be kind of clueless. I don't know. We're both selling bundles. What grade is she selling? Okay, we're both selling the same grade. Um, uh, what limbs does she offer? Was she for the same months as you. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, where is her vendor located? Hers is here. Well, mine is there too. Okay, so and I would just be like, Man, until I really dived deep into who I am and what makes me me. I no longer compete with anyone else because it's not a competition. You have me beat at being you. Hands down, I'm not gonna compete with you on being you. You have me beat at running your business, hands down, because your business is your business. I can't run your business how you run your business. However, you can't run my business how I run my business. I have you beat at being me. And so if we want to look at it in an aspect of a competition, which I, I recommend you don't, but just for the conversation piece, let's take it there. If we want to look at it as a competition, then there's no competition when you're comparing two completely different people. There ain't no competition. And so that's what I try to tell a lot of people that I come into contact with. Stop worrying about how well she runs her business. Now, I'm not saying that you can't learn anything from her. I'm not saying that you can't collab. I'm not saying that you don't have anything to teach her. I'm not saying that you can't pick up on some of the tips and advice and insight that she has. However, I'm saying don't get wrapped up in thinking that you have to be her to win your business or that you have to be her to be the best business owner that you can be for your business, or that you have to be like her to monetize your business, or that you have to be like her to provide value to your clients and your customers. You're different for a reason, and you won that already. So there's no comparison. I don't compare, I collaborate. There ain't no comparison I remember in my salon days it would be, well, I'm the best this and she does this better. And she, there's when you know who you are and you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses and you know where you're looking to improve and you know your goals and you know your purpose and you know your strategy, there's no competition anymore. And so we learn the answer to this question, what makes your business different? I make my business different. Simple as that. Simple as that. I get that question often today. And I love when I get the question because I'm just sitting there waiting. Uh Uh-huh, go ahead and ask. Well, what makes you different? I make it different. Well, how so? Let me explain what I do. And that's your way right there. A lot of people are saying, "I I can't really find ways to segue my business into conversation. I really can't find ways when I'm out in public to talk about my business and my brand. There's different options. There's different outlets. There's different ways. But that's what I do now. That's an opportunity that I use to talk about my business. Let me explain to you what I do. Let me take it back to what Brittany does. Let me introduce myself. Hey, my name is Brittany and my business is this and this is what we do. So I don't have to get into she did this, I did this, she has this, I have this, I made this, she only made that, I only made this, she made, I don't have to get into that because my value speaks for itself. I speak for myself. The last thing that I want to talk about, and I'll let you all go, I will let you go. Thank you again for tuning in. Also, Let me me say this before I forget. If you are looking for a conversation piece to help drive that conversation in any of your conversations when you're out and you're just in the world, check out. Make sure you check out my Instagram. Uh, It's Brittany underscore bundles and click the link in that bio. Okay, click the link because I do have a merch line where you can wear different shirts that are conversation pieces. I'm not gonna go into further detail. If you wanna know what I'm talking about, go ahead and check out that link. But before I got off that that topic, I wanted to make sure that I let you know that there are shirts available to help with the conversation piece. And if you've checked it out, you know what I mean. It's kind of like an inside thing. So I'll leave that there. But let's go ahead and touch on the last thing. So the last thing that I want to talk about is be you while becoming the best version of you. So being you while becoming the best version of you. I wanted to make this my last bullet point here on the, on the podcast, because there are so many people that say, I'm just me. The reason that I cussed her out is because I'm me. The reason that I cheated someone in business is because I'm me. That's who I am. You know, you mess with me. That's what you get. And the phrase being me, I'm just me has been used so often to camouflage or to justify. That's a better word to justify some of the things that we do that are completely wrong. And if I'm talking about business, I'm going to talk about everything in business. You know me, I'm I'm not going to hold anything back. So there are people that are running businesses that are just completely illegitimate and are wrong. They have the wrong heart behind it, the wrong mind behind it, the wrong goals behind it, the wrong relationship building skills behind it. And they do different things that are hurtful to other people and other businesses. And that's not what I'm saying at all when I'm saying be you. When I'm saying be you, it's okay to not know everything about yourself. I don't know everything about myself every day i'm learning something new matter of fact this week i learned something new about myself and i enjoy doing that because i'm learning more about who i am once you block out who people tell you that you are and you allow god to speak to you and you read his word and you pray about it and you sit down and have some time to yourself and you try different things that seem intriguing to you and you go after the things that make you excited or make that baby jump inside of you so to speak Those are all things that are bringing you closer to being the true you now just because you may know and and have discovered a part of you or parts of you like i have does not mean that you're done growing does not mean that you're like you know what i know who i am and i'm not open to anything else ever it doesn't mean that so i want to make sure that i'm very clear with what i say in in the next few moments because I, i don't want to have my message or this word misinterpreted in you It's not an excuse to do anything that's hurtful to anyone else. And it's okay to be you, understanding that you're not completely aware of everything about you that there is to know. There are things that you're still learning. There are things that I'm still learning. There are things that are going to come in our lives that are going to maybe shake up some things that we had hard stances on and that's okay, that's a part of growing. I was talking to one of my family members earlier this morning and I could just tell the growth in the things that he was saying. No one said it. It wasn't like he just read something and recited back what he read. You know, sometimes you could get people like that. You'll have conversations and you're like, man, did you just read this off of Google? Man, I just heard the same thing you said on this blog. Now, it sounds really crazy that you're saying it in these words. This is not even how you talk. But you're saying, it wasn't an experience like that. It was an experience where he was explaining how he felt and explaining the different perceptions that he had and different outlooks on life and outlooks on how he used to think versus how he thinks now. And it was just, it was amazing. I, I can't really even put too many words on it because it was just a, it was a completely amazing, beautiful experience to see someone be able to identify who they were, identify who they are, and identify what they're growing to become. And again, I have lots of consultations with a lot of people in different areas of their lives, And so those are the things people are battling with. And I know when I have my consultations, my consultations are probably different than the average consultation you have. but. It's all because I understand that the true success of anyone's business and success is defined in so many different words and so many different meanings and success is is different to every single person. Everyone has a different individual idea and goal of what their success is. However, one thing that we all can say is we're all looking to become better. The majority of us. We're all looking to become better. We're all striving for better. We're all striving for growth. We're all striving for empowerment. And so... What I want to say is it's okay to be you while still understanding that you're learning yourself. It's okay to grow. It's okay to grow. I also meet people and they're like, nope, I know who I am. I know what I like. And I'll, nope, 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 nope. They're not even listening. And we never want to get too closed-minded where we're not listening or thinking about any other perceptions or perspectives or any other options. However, we want to know who we are and stand firm in that. But we also want to understand that we don't know everything. And although you know yourself, and I know myself pretty well. I mean, I've been with myself for, what, what, 30 years now. So I know myself, right? But there's still some learning that I have to do. The 30-year-old Brittany does not know the 40-year-old Brittany. I I don't know her. I don't know her yet. But every day I'm working toward becoming the best me. And I'm working on learning myself each day, each and every day. And being in tune with myself. And because I'm in tune with myself, it helps me better fine tune my business. It helps me better understand who my target audience is. It helps me not only focus on just the numbers or just the traffic on my website or just how many sales I got or how many bundles I sold, but it really helps me focus on what have I done to drive progress, not only in the sales aspect of my business, but to anyone else. What have I done? And so I'm driven off of value. I'm driven off of purpose, passion, self-worth, respect, dignity, love. And I know those are things that are not really popular in today. Uh, They're just not. You don't really hear too many people talking about those things that I mentioned. And that's fine. Again, I'm past the point of being popular. I'm past the point of making sure that you all like me. It's kind of like with my children. There are things that I tell my children to do. Not because I'm looking for them to like me, but because it's something that they need to hear. There are things that they need to do. And so I'm over the fact and I'm over that point of, okay, I have to be popular and I have to be everyone's friend. But love me before you like me. If that makes sense. Love me enough to want to help me. Love me enough because I'm a person. Love me enough because I have feelings. Love me enough. You don't have to necessarily like everything that I do. You don't have to like me but love me and so that's what i try to do to everyone i love you enough for you to be yourself i may not like everything you say or or, or what you post or how you operate but i'm loving you through that and there's no reason or no additional added features that i need to see in you in order for me to love you so getting to the place where you love everyone because they're they're them and getting to the place where you are not critical because you understand that everyone's dealing with something and just because you overcame it does not mean that someone else is overcoming as fast as you did or the same way that you did. And coming from an aspect of providing value on not just helping me reach my goals, but allowing others to see that, hey, I'm not the golden goose here. We all have a gold egg in the form of talents and gifts and skills that God has blessed us with. And it's all about figuring out how we can use those talents and gifts To not only help ourselves, but to help others. And like I mentioned in my last podcast, and ultimately to bring others closer to him. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. So I'm with you all on learning how to become you because I'm learning how to become me. I'm learning how to be Brittany every single day. Yes, I know how to be Brittany. Yes, I feel like I know myself, like I mentioned. However, It's not something that you just learn and you pass the test and you move on, but it's something that we're open to continuously learning. And like I say so often, our whole theme is our mentality growing and so does our business. When my mentality grew, my business grew too. I hope that you took something from this podcast. I don't want the conversation to end. Like I say a lot of times, if you do want to connect with me, make sure that you're following me on my social media platforms, Instagram. You can follow me at Brittany underscore bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. You can also check me out on YouTube at Brittany Bundles. You can check me out on Facebook at Brittany Bundles, and you can also subscribe to this podcast here. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you in the next episode.